Hey, 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 it's me, Anchornauts. It's Greg. Yeah, it's been so long you forgot about me. Yeah, I'm still here. I was away. I had some things to deal with. I, they're all excuses. I apologize. We're back and we're better than ever. You believe me? Well, if you don't, stay tuned because tonight I want to tell you a story about in Pyongyang in North Korea, they just opened a zoo and the main attraction is worth sticking around for. That and a few other things. I just started using an old school alarm clock. I wanted to dive into that a little bit. As well, I'm so tired of seeing tweets in the news. Like the news stories are just tweets and like social media posts. And I want to, I want to get into that. And last, but certainly not least, I want to tell a really funny story about me and Netflix and how Netflix and chill is, is just something that I, I really missed the boat on. That's tonight's show. Let's, let's get into it. Okay, up first, Pyongyang, North Korea. And maybe I pronounced that wrong. I'm not sure if I did. But it's like the main city in North Korea. They just opened a zoo. And it's a big deal. People are really pumped about it. Obviously, if you've ever been to a zoo that's well-maintained, it's usually a, a fun place to go and see cool animals that aren't really that sad yet. Like, sometimes it's really bad. Like, right? Have you ever been to Marineland and seen, like, the killer whales? I guess that's a bad story. And if you don't believe me, go watch Blackfish. But anyway, let's just assume for this story that this is a wicked place and people are having a blast and all the animals are just super, super happy. Well, the main attraction here is a chimpanzee, right? And you're like, oh, a chimpanzee, like how small and weird is this zoo? But it's not just any chimpanzee. This chimpanzee smokes a pack of cigarettes a day. Yep, a pack of cigarettes a day, which which leads me to a few different questions, right? Like, how did he start smoking a pack of cigarettes a day and why do you keep giving him cigarettes to smoke every day in a pack of cigarettes? And they don't want to ask the chimpanzee himself, like, what kind did you pick and why? So I saw a video of this chimpanzee smoking cigarettes, and he's actually really good at it, too. Like, this is, this is definitely something that he's practiced a long, long time. So, I mean, if you're ever in North Korea, and I don't recommend it anytime soon, make sure to go to the zoo and check out this chimpanzee that smokes a pack of cigarettes a day and ask him if it really is that hard to quit. When's the last time you really sat down and looked at the news? The news online, the news in the, in the paper, on TV, the radio, whatever it is. We all have journalist friends. I live in a small city. And like everyone knows a journalist here. Here's what I'm tired of seeing. The news. And the news has kind of evolved into tweets and reactions, right? Like someone goes to an event or doesn't even go to an event. We just had Guns N' Roses here the other night, and I was privileged enough to go see Guns N' Roses. World-class presentation. Don't know the band very well, but I was thoroughly, thoroughly entertained. But if you go look at some of the stories about the event itself, it's just tweets and Facebook reactions of, hey, here's what happened at the event. So-and-so, who is just a random person, says this, and so-and-so says this. And a good example about that is we just launched a new stadium, and I talked about this a while ago, but someone complained about uh, the price of hot dogs or something like that. And there was a story about it in the, on the CBC, which is our national broadcaster. They said, hey, the hot dogs suck. And sure enough, CBC covers the story and says, hey, so-and-so said the hot dogs suck. Let's write a story about it and then get more tweets about the story. And I'm like, why, why is this the news? We used to have these journalists that we trusted, you know, and I, I know that that's kind of breaking down uh, for better or for worse, uh, and I'm, I'm going to assume for worse, but we used to have these journalists that we trusted to tell the truth and the story and kind of remove the bias from it, and I know that that still happens, right? Like the really, really good journalists out there, a lot of the independent ones that don't really have a, a, a slant, they just tell the story. 
But I just feel like we've just lost trust in journalists, and I'm losing more and more trust in the media based on these stupid tweet stories. The next time I read a tweet story, I promise you this, I'm going to comment on it and say this is not reporting, this is lazy, because we can all do this. We can go into the Twitter feed and just look at the hashtag and see the tweet. That, that's my Monday rant. I'm allowed to rant on Mondays, and I ranted about tweets in the media. You will never believe what I hunted for at Walmart at 7 in the morning today. An alarm clock. Yeah, the old school alarm clock with the big blinking red numbers, the plug-ins, it's got a battery backup. It's even got 20 preset AM and FM stations. Like just it's like going back in time. And let me tell you, it was not easy to find this, right? And I'm like, where where am I going to find this? It's not going to be in the electronics section. It must be in the home section or the office section, but sure enough, it was tucked away in some odd corner of the electronics section, which apparently it's still a relevant thing. And there was actually like 12 different versions of this stuff, and I'm like, "Oh, I I must not be the only person hunting for this. But the reason I'm doing this is because Simon Sinek swears that if your phone is the first thing you see in the morning and the last thing you see before you go to bed, it's actually not really not good for you. And you check it in the middle of the night, you get all these notifications, and it just it keeps your mind kind of uh, buzzing, I guess, for lack of a better word. And by using that old school alarm clock and plugging your phone in outside in like the kitchen or, in my case, in, in another room, you actually allow your mind to de- detox and calm down and be quiet and think clearly and relax. So I'm trying to convince my wife to make my, my bedroom a, a room where there's no cell phones allowed. Right? You can't bring your cell phone in there and watch movies. You can't see the tweets. You can't uh, send work emails, all that sort of stuff. We'll see how it goes, but I'll tell you this. Tonight is the first night I've slept with an old school alarm clock in probably 15 to 20 years. I can say that quite confidently. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm a bit nervous. I'm a bit nervous because there's always that panic of like, what if something goes wrong in the middle of the night and I need my cell phone, but I mean, my cell phone's close enough, right? And nothing's going to go wrong. And uh, maybe I just, I'm just, yeah. I love Twitter. What can I say? Anyway, I'll let you know tomorrow how it goes. I'm sure it'll be great. I'm not sure I'll see the results right away, but mm, hopefully. Do you know what's going to be the worst part of that old school alarm? Is that incessant beeping. Anyway, I was talking with someone else about Netflix and chilling and how kind of our our vocabulary is constantly changing, right? People are always changing the meaning of words. You can't say this. You can't say that. Well, Netflix and chill, for those of you who are uninitiated, is a term that people use to pick up other people. So they say, hey, why don't you come over to my house and Netflix and chill? And what it really means is I want to sleep with you. Come over and and we'll, we'll have sex. And I didn't know this. Because I'm a big Netflix fan, right? Like, you know this by listening to the show. I didn't know this for months. Months. And so when the term came out, Netflix and chill, I caught on fast because in my world, I really did like to Netflix and chill. Strictly Netflix and strictly chill. So what I would do is I would invite people over to my house and they would say, like, what are you doing tonight, Greg? Oh, I'm just going to Netflix and chill. And they're like, well, I'm probably not coming over. I'm like, oh, I invited a lot of people. And things get weird, right, with that context in it. Really Really weird. And I feel bad because <laughs> my work employees, they would always ask, hey, what did you do in the weekend? Oh, I just Netflix and chilled. And they give me these weird looks like, oh, like that's super vulnerable of you. I didn't need to know that. And I'm like, well, don't you want to know what I watched? And like the, the whole conversation would change and it would be awkward. And so it's kind of a, a really funny story of me feeling old. I'm turning old. I'm getting old. My birthday was on the weekend. I turned 32. And this is my Netflix and chill story. So what did I do on the Netflix uh, on the weekend? I did not 
Netflix and chill. I actually went out to camp and had a blast, but yeah, oh man, I just thought I would be cool and relevant forever, and it's definitely, oh, it's not a thing. And we're back. That's the show for Monday night. Lots to talk about. I've got a busy week coming up, but we are hitting the anchor heavy and hard seven days a week because you know what? I love it, and I am committed to this, and I apologize for not being there. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here, and I appreciate that. Thanks for listening to my anchor station. I cannot wait to talk to you tomorrow. Have a good night, everyone.